0: This 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 is you. K U T. K U T Austin. Stop. This is K U T. I'm Jennifer Staten. When the school year ends, many people are ready to get away on summer vacation, but imagine a different kind of vacation. From smartphones, yep, entirely setting aside those devices that feel indispensable to everyday life. Austin Area Certified Life and Relationship Coaches Janice and Rock Rockman didn't plan to ditch their smartphones – But they'd been doing technology-free days already since 2010. And when both of their smartphones broke in 2016, they opted not to repair them, but rather to see how smartphone-free living would impact their lives for a year.
1: We started doing this thing that we call a tech-free day. Where we would put our phones away, put everything down, and we just took one day without technology. Sun up
2: to sundown. And we started that in 2010, and we challenged our online students to do the same thing.
1: Right. So we had a bunch of people following us online, Mm -hmm. and two interesting things happened. Janice broke her phone, she dropped it and broke it, and she never replaced it. Before
2: I was going to the airport, before Thanksgiving holiday, with a very large extended family who I knew would be wanting to be in touch.
1: <laughs> right. So then second, I had one of the newer iPhones at the time. It broke. And then I lost it. And we were just like, here we go. We never replaced the phone. So it kind of indirectly happened. But we stuck with it. And we were like, okay, you know what? Let's go without our phones for a while. Because we were already kind of pulling away from the technology. And we were like, let's just see what happens. And so we got a landline and uh, we just kind of went on this journey.
0: What specifically did you all say you were going to do and not do then for the following year? And so basically for me, by the way, the question became when I was at the airport, was I going
2: to go run around town like crazy and try and do the insurance thing and swap it out and all that? But I'd already been wanting, like Rox said, to change my level of engagement with technology. I I appreciate technology. I honor it, respect it. I use it. We're using technology right now. But I wanted to change my relationship to it. And so at that moment at the airport, I knew my grandma and aunts and cousins and everybody else would be looking. Where are you? Have you landed? Are you okay? But I said, you know, I've been thinking about doing this anyway. Let's just lean in. For the purpose of traveling, we actually use landlines and Oh my gosh! Does anybody even remember those things called payphones? There was actually a payphone in the airport, <laughs> and I showed my children. I said, "Look at this little relic, Grace and J- Joshua. This this is a payphone, and we use a payphone." And then on a practical level at home, what we started doing was we still needed to check in with each other, and our children's you know caretakers or schools still needed to be able to contact us, and our clients still needed to be able to contact us. And so we just started emailing everything. Um, and even if it was an emergency or that the email became almost like a paging system, if you got an email pop up, you knew, okay, I need to get to a phone and call back. You know, when it was time to figure out what the weather was going to be, we went and stood outside and actually looked at the clouds and felt the humidity in the air. You know, we didn't yeah, have we the weather app. TV
1: too, we still watch know, we TV, still but <laughs> what I'm saying
2: is that we didn't have a weather app. We didn't have a map, a map app, all these things that you get so used to. So we had to start becoming more
1: intuitive.
0: Well, how did it go?
1: Uh it, it was challenging. <laughs> it, was challenging. It, it was fun and challenging. It was. <laughs>
0: All right, so what was fun?
1: So the fun part was the fact that we connected like we hadn't in a long time. We spent a lot more time together. I read more books.
2: You read so many books.
1: i read so many books during that time. And there was more time to actually connect on a on a human level, on a face to face level. Uh, which was fantastic. You know, we just had a lot more really, really great family time. So that was some of the fun stuff. The challenging things were like, I need directions to,
0: you know, the theater, the theater.
1: (laughs) I need directions to KUT. Well, and they would laugh at me because I would go and print, directions from MapQuest. And they're like, what are you doing, dude? Like, nobody prints directions from MapQuest anymore. But it was like, look, man, I don't have a phone. You know my deal. I need to get there. And so I got to print out the directions. Yeah, I had
2: an aunt that looked at me and said, you do know there's an app for that. Because I was trying to figure out directions. I said, yes. I said, I'm I'm improving my neurological function. The more you actually, you know, challenge yourself in this way, it does help improve those neural
1: connections. Right, exactly. (laughs) Also, what was challenging was family and friends. They didn't know how to get a hold of us because we didn't make this big announcement like, hey, everybody, we're going without phones, no phones, this, that, or the other. We just I gave- emailed it
2: out. I emailed right. everyone like, hey, here's our landline.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. We gave folks the number to our landline. But then I'm sure they were trying to text it like, hey, they're not returning our text. You can't text to a landline. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so po- folks start getting like, hey, I can never get a hold of you all. And then we started this thing. The best way to contact us is email. If you email us, we'll be able to get right back to you. Well, obviously, some folks don't want to do that. I don't want to have to email and you. And by I the
2: wanna... way, I never had trouble with patients or clients. They always are just like, fine, I'll email right. you. There was yeah. no problem for them. But on a personal relational a personal, level, personal, it was relational like, relational I can't level. get
0: you. Why do you think it is that that was so hard for people? Have we just become <laughs> that used to being able to reach anybody anytime that Instant. we want to?
2: Instant. Because if they couldn't get us by text, then they would inbox us on Facebook but we weren't really on Facebook right. because to use Facebook, you ha- you need to have a smart device for the most part. Or they would inbox us on Instagram, and they couldn't right. get us there. They'd be like, "Okay, then." Yeah, we weren't, re- and it they just thought we were just like access. going off
1: the radar, like.
2: <laughs> So I think it was uncomfortable for
0: for people at first. Did it have a ripple effect though for any of your family or friends? Absolutely. Did any people did. say, "Hey, maybe we should try this too," or maybe we should cut back a little? Well, did not- it did other people in your in your circle, give it a try. One of the things that Rock often says is that whenever he would tell
2: people, they would say, hey, man, how can I get in touch with you? He'd say, right. oh, I don't have a phone. Just email me. And he said that they would look like almost like they'd seen a ghost. Right. But then the immediate next thing would be, I need we to do need that. We need to do that. I need to can't, do that. Listen. Oh, my gosh. I, how did you do that? Right. That was the immediate next thing.
1: So many people, whenever we share this story that we went without yeah. cell phones almost every person says, I need to it's do It's almost organic. Thing. How did you do it? Why did Show you do it? Show me how you did it. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like created this buzz, you know?
2: The thing is like staying connected while still setting a boundary for yourself. And I think that's a greater message in all of this. And especially with everything we have going on with technology and Facebook and privacy and just all of that, you can still stay connected, but set a boundary that works for you. And so for us, we have three small children. We're married. We want to take care of ourselves and then our marriage and then our children. And it takes a lot to do that and do it on some level of normalcy I think right so it was like hey if there's an emergency mom or dad or dad-in-law you know you can still get in touch with us call us on our on our home phone if you can't get us there just shoot us a quick email and almost anyone can email you even from their phone for me personally I'm a self-proclaimed or professed recovered people pleaser so for me the benefit was having the freedom to believe that you know if I wasn't always accessible for people as soon as they needed me that I could still have value in their life and that I could still have meaningful relationships and so the people that really wanted to stay in touch did and mm. I think it helped clear clarify and strengthen relationships.
0: What was it like for you then to not be available to anybody anytime? What did it do to that, that people please? Oh my gosh,
2: I felt as though, oh my gosh, if I can't be there to answer someone's question or to go run an errand or help them out on some level right away, you know, to just be very transparent. it was like, well, what's going to happen to this relationship? Because if that's my perceived role, at least that I have to always be there for that. So it was very difficult for me at first, but I knew it was a good difficult because in the end of it, again, it only strengthened those relationships. It, yeah. And to this day, I still do not have text capability on my smartphone. I still correspond by email. And, I, and you know what? I just actually answer my phone when people call. Well, I think it was nice for our children, too, because we talk about this concept in, at the Rockman Institute like a lot. Like I said, since 2010, we started it. But I think our children got to see us living it. They're yeah. like, you know what? we are more important to you all than yourself right so you know everybody may not do a year forget the year you know do a day do a day
0: <laughs> you all decided to do a year yeah yes. so what happened at the end of that year period of time did you say all right we're going to we're going to get smartphones right. now a how great. did you re-enter that
1: yeah it's, that's a great question so it got to the point where some of the, the challenges became abounding like uh-huh. you know if my wife was out and i needed to get a hold of her yeah i couldn't you know um, There were certain things that we needed to do in terms of, you know, like I said, I was printing out MapQuest directions, but some of the challenges just began to abound. And it was like, you know what? I think it's time. We've done this for a while. It's been great. I think it's time for us to tap back into flip technology. Them. And so <laughs> yeah. we started out, We started actually with a flip phone. And so we shared. we shared a flip. We got one phone. We shared a flip phone. And it's funny because we would flip that little thing out and folks would <laughs> laugh at us. Like, I didn't even know they made those things anymore. Like, where are you getting these? Where where'd you get this thing yeah. from? This His is prehistoric. His brother called it the Batline. Line. I right. call you on the Batline, Rock? Matter of <laughs> fact, I was on a I was on a business trip and someone took a picture of my flip phone and they said, uh, "Look at this prehistoric dinosaur." You know, like these things don't exist anymore. And so we started with the flip phone, and then eventually we rolled out. And uh, we in the we, new year we got in the new we year went,
2: we dealt, I got my smartphone first, yep. and I was like, ah, "I think I'll just use it for business." Yeah. And this was just a couple of months ago. This, it wasn't got. that long ago. Yeah. So.
0: Were you able, though, to not get sucked back into using it, though, for all the things that it had? For the most part. I won't say every day is that way. We have a very full
2: life and a lot of responsibilities with business and things like that. So there are days where I feel a little out of balance. But I did keep the same principle. When we didn't have our smartphones from, I guess it was 2016 to 2017, we did our own little family experiment with it. What we did is we would check it at 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock. 3 o'clock, three o'clock, six o'clock. And then right. if we were working late, nine o'clock again. So it gave Rock and I actually something to look forward to. It was like, ooh, like I get to, we get to check in. I what I did is I transferred that same time to now. I pretty much try and check like my Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of all of my email accounts and voicemail around nine, then again, around noon, then again, around three. And then that way I'm not constantly feeling that I need to pick it
1: up. Yeah. and It's the same for me as well. You know, you, you realize like I don't drive and just flip through my phone constantly anymore, which I should do that a lot before we went on this journey. And, you know, it really does change a lot. You Like, I don't take my phone into business meetings. I don't, you know, take it into a conference room. We don't
2: bring them into the bedroom. We just have alarm clocks in there, like regular
0: old alarm right. clocks, like at a hotel or something. Right.
1: So you do realize, kind of change. pulling yeah. away from it a little bit, you realize you really don't need it that much.
0: How do you deal with the fact, though, that... That different smartphone behavior and attitude is way outside the norm. You know, we see everybody. They're walking down the street. Yes. They're looking at their phone. You guys <laughs> don't act that way, but most of the rest of the world still does. Yeah,
1: people you know notice
0: what- it, though, and then they
2: ask about it. And I've, I've literally had people say, I noticed you're looking at me. Literally. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, like we are still human beings beings not human doings so i think if anything people notice it more like the people that's heads are down they'll look up and they'll see us all out at the park and our children are actually playing and we're actually playing with them and we're not on our phones and then people will stop and ask or say things like wow i need to put this thing down so for i don't know for some yeah. reason it, i think maybe they notice
1: people just make the connection that yeah human the, connection <laughs> yeah the human connection that you know what i don't need this device yeah. as much whenever we share
0: do you all think anybody can do this?
1: I think everyone should do it. Yeah, to, at, your to own a certain level, at your own level of engagement. To a certain degree, I think everyone should do it. Like Janine said, maybe not a year, mm-hmm. but I think everyone should take at least one day, a block of time where you just put your phone down for a while and yeah. just engage in real life.
2: Rock was working with, the, um, he was the CEO of, of uh, Fortune 500. And he said, Rock, I don't know if I can do this tech-free thing, man. He said, sun up to sundown." He kept asking, sun up to sundown," <laughs> right. And he was of an, of another generation also before Rock as well. So he, it was just a different type of uh, intensity around work for him. And he said, you know what, Rock? I'm going to do my business meetings. And then he's like, I'm going fly to fly to fly fly to to Naples or wherever he was going. He said, I'm going to go tech free starting from noon until the right. end of the day. Right, exactly. So he did a modified right. and, and, a few hours. Right. And I know. think
1: there are ways we can modify it, right? Like here's what's interesting. There was a group, uh, a business that I I shared with, like Janice said, I got some friends in in different business. I shared this with them. And so they started this thing where in their boardroom, they put a little basket outside of the boardroom. Everyone drop your phone in the basket before you come in the boardroom, no more cell phones. Right. And now people are, they just (laughs) sit in the boardroom, but here's what happens. They get to know each other. They get to have conversations with each other, and yeah. it opens up something totally different when you take. that When you word. come
2: to our home, if you sit around our little barn dinner table, it's like a little wooden table with a bench. Surrender your cell phone; yeah. like you can get back to it. We don't mind. No judgment. We're, hey, we're not here to judge. That's just, right. You know, but no cell phone.
0: Do you all think that age is a factor here? Because. There are people who know a time before all of this was available right. when there weren't even flip phones and the car fo- maybe there were car phones but they were those big huge bl- <laughs> they looked like big bricks oh, we thought those yeah. were cool <laughs> and and they were very cool right. but teens today younger children today they don't have Blimeals, any comparison yeah. all they um, know is a world where this stuff is all available to them how might you guide Younger people, millennials, teens, yeah. younger children, through this, when it's, it's literally all they've
2: known. You know, a lot of the way that we, we do our work is we try to create like universal principles that can reach a demographic that goes beyond age, ethnicity, you know, nationalism, socioeconomic status. And so, even with the younger ones, if they have a cell phone, and a lot of, a lot of children in elementary school do turn the cell phone flip it over if you're you know if you're in a space with other people so you can engage it's okay to turn it off for a while and then for children that are begging their parents to get phones like ours was who's only nine by the way (laughs) are you kidding me you'll get your cell phone with your driver's license young lady she and i we we share a cell phone so she posts on our instagram but it's parent approved post even in that as a parent you can build relationship with your child
1: i think it does start with our generation right we are raising this younger generation of people. We don't have it all figured out. But I do think about that with my children because they're growing up in an age of iPads, iPhones. Like the iPads have become the babysitter now. The cell phone has become the babysitter now. This is the only way that I can keep my child from being distracted is if I put them in front of one of these screens.
2: But you know what I noticed, Rock? Nothing trumps personal connection. Even if our son, JW, is on the iPad and I say, let's go, or if his dad says, why don't we go play trains for a while? That iPad is a thing of the past. It is. So the message is not to demonize technology or or, or you not. know, oh my gosh, everyone throw your iPads. <laughs> no, don't balance. do anything with it. It's how we use it. It's, yeah, it's how we choose to use it and harness it. And it's a
0: technology's a, a blissful thing when used in balance. You both said the phrase, it's okay, in talking about helping other people maybe put away a phone for a day, <laughs> an hour, maybe yeah. not a year. But <laughs> I just wonder if we need somebody. To say, you know what, it's okay to do that. I know yeah. the rest of the world right. is has their faces in their phones, yeah. but it's really okay. You're going to be okay, and it's
2: okay to do it. Yeah, Write yourself a absolutely. permission slip. Sherry said permission slips. I like that. The thing is, too, Jennifer, I had this other huge fear that we would start to decline in our, our business revenue or opportunities. I'll tell you what, that year that we went smartphone-free, we had several offers from television. It was It was. We had fantastic. so much growth in our business, and we were not online
0: how or why do you think that happened? Do you think it was related or it was I just it happening related. anyway? I think now, it's how is that?
2: because I think that when you clarify who you are and what your message is, there's not information overload. I think that the people that are looking for your particular message or brand or who you are outside of business, I think they'll mm. recognize you more clearly.
1: It was probably one of our best years. It definitely and, was You know, professionally. We, there was a lot personally. that was created. Within that year, surprisingly, with it being harder for individuals to get a hold of us. Right.
2: Because the fear was that something would be lost. The fear was, can we give yeah, ourselves absolutely. permission to step back a little bit? Not step away, but step back. Yeah,
1: And, and I want to go back to what you mentioned as well. You we need someone out there. It who is can just OK. say that its okay You I, say it. Rock, you be the I want to <laughs> say to all the people out there that are listening right now, it's OK for you to put your phone down and engage on a human face to face level with the people in your world. There's so much beauty around us. Just take a little bit of time to recognize the beauty that's around you.
0: Rock and Janice Rockman are certified life and relationship coaches and founders of the online Rockman Institute Center for Behavioral Health and Wellness. Thanks so much for sharing your story and your time today. Thank you, Jennifer. It's
2: always fun seeing you. We love it. We love it. Jennifer Staten, KUT News.